Hello, and welcome to Avio's Journey Podcast. My name is Anthony Pika, and this show is all about helping the new and upcoming voiceover artists grow their business and sidestep all of the crazy things that I seem to step on. Well, today is the day we are going to talk about that word that nobody wants to hear, patience. It is the word that no one ever wants to hear, but I think that it's so valuable to just reiterate the importance of being patient. You know, when I first started in this business, you know, I look back on everything that I did, the time it took me, and the people I work with now, the amazing people I work with now, I want to help them move so much faster. And I do. But I look around and I see, though, that there's still – uh, you know, this feeling that we can build an entire business overnight. So we're going to talk about that today. Uh, it's not meant to, you know, frustrate anybody about you know what's happening, but just, you know, to kind of reset and, and realize you might be doing all of the right things, but, you know, you're not growing as fast as you would like to, and that's okay because we need patience. All right, let's do it. This is VO's Journey. With your host, the incomparable Anthony Pika. All right, so talking about patience, <laughs> I think that, you know, whatever we hear, that all of us, maybe it's the American way, I don't know what way it is, but, you know, we want things now, we want it and we want it now, we don't want to wait uh, 10 days, 20 days a month, six months, a year, two years, three years. We don't want to wait. We want everything to just happen right now. I'm the same way. I want a cyber truck now. I want I want Tesla to get their butt moving. <laughs> I want a cyber truck. Uh and you know I'm an idiot, but I but it's it looks cool. It looks cool and it'll drive me around. So but the point I'm trying to make is is that you know we we don't like to wait. Uh, I remember when I started in voiceover, I honestly, I mean, I had no idea what to expect. I didn't know what I should be or shouldn't be doing. I mean, sure, I looked around, but you know when you're just starting, you 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 hear what people are saying, you see what they're saying, but there's such a bombardment of information that it's hard to really get your feet you know, grounded because you just don't know where that ground is. But, you know, fortunately for me, I just remembered from, you know, the my acting days that I knew that as an actor, I needed to find a place and audition, audition, audition. Now, you know me today. I don't like that. I don't believe in it. I think things have changed. But at that point with ACX, it was a great thing to do. So that's what I did. And, you know, it, it it worked, but it took me a long time to build up any sort of, uh, you know, any sort of making money. But I want to shift that focus and why patience, I'm talking about that too, is because, you know, ACX and audiobooks in that sense, they're a wonderful place to start because it offers you a fast win, meaning that there's so many books available. And let's be honest, there's books that 
Uh, you know, not all books are created equal. <laughs> some are written very well. Some are not written very well. And I think that in itself can tell you a little bit about why there are so many books available for people. And, you know, there's so many more books coming to the market than there are narrators who want to do those specific type of books. So, you know, for me at the time, I was like, I don't care. I'll do it. I would, I was doing anything. I thought royalty share was the greatest thing since sliced bread and didn't understand why so many other people didn't like it. And I had my method. I wasn't doing long books. I was doing short books. So I was like, you know, this is, I don't, yeah, long royalty share books doesn't make sense. But I mean, wh- wh- you know, why would having, you know, hundreds of books under my belt and getting royalties possibly from them a bad thing? So that was my mindset. But anyways, where I'm going with this is, is as many of you know, I'm a big advocate for Fiverr and I'm, I'm doing pretty well on Fiverr. And, you know, when I first started, I did absolutely nothing. I couldn't get a job to save my life. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have a demo. I, I sucked. I sucked, right? I mean, you know, I probably still suck now, but I'm not as bad. <laughs> but I sucked then really bad. And I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to present myself professionally. You know, with an audiobook, it was more of a long you know, long uh, form acting, which I was used to as an actor, right? Telling a story in long form. But when you work in short type of, of commercial settings or even short videos, things like this of this nature, right? It's a different style of acting. People want you to be uh, relatable. And that's really the, 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 the real word is relatable, not necessarily conversational. It should be relatable, but everybody uses conversational. But anyways... You know, I did not get any business. I think for the first eight months of my business on Fiverr, I made like a total of like seven or eight hundred dollars total in eight months. Right. So, I mean, you know, we're talking like, you know, 50 to 100 dollars a month was was the total that I made a month for like eight, eight months. You know, so I mean, we're, you know, we're not talking about some stellar, uh, uh, you know, breakout out of the gate <laughs> on Fiverr, you know, and this wasn't like it was 2000, you know, 11 or 2010, excuse me, when they started. I mean, this was, you know, three, three and a half years ago. So, you know, I, I, I hear people and they, they look at me and what I'm doing on Fiverr now. And maybe they, you know, I think it's it's so easy. And we all of us do this, including me. We all look at somebody where they are now and we feel this immediate need to compare ourselves to them, which makes sense because who are we going to, you know, how do we judge ourselves unless we have something to judge it off of, right? So, I mean, that, that makes sense. And there's nothing wrong with that per se, but it's good if you use it as a, maybe as an inspiration to go somewhere, not as a... Uh, uh, anchor to hold you down, like, you know, and oh, I'm never going to get there. How does that person get all that, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, they wasn't like that. And if you, you know, and they're, they're, listen, there are occasional people I see pop up that say, oh, you know, I started voiceover this month and made a thousand dollars. That's like, I mean, who, who is that? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's somebody out there or people who have done that, but I mean, that sure as heck wasn't me. And I mean, that's those are outliers. That's not and that's not how business works in general. 
You know, and I mean, sure, you have people who defy the rest of the odds, and that's great, but that's not the majority of people. But here's the rub. Just because you don't defy the odds out of the gate doesn't mean you're not going to build an amazing business. So I, you know, and if I did that too, I wouldn't be here talking to you. If I gave up, uh, you know, because I wasn't making any money, I wasn't doing anything up the front, it wouldn't have been good. But the reason why I kept going and I felt the fire and the patience kept getting re-upped, if you will, I kept re-enlisting <laughs> with the with the patience officer, is that, you know, I kept myself working even if the work was not ideal, meaning that even if I was doing royalty share books, even if I was doing jobs for $5 or whatever I could get, I kept trying to make sure that I was at least working on something, not trying to get a $2,000 job that I was competing against people who'd been doing this for 20, 30 years. I mean, it's just not going to happen. I mean, I couldn't even get, you know, getting my foot in the door was possible because you can pay for that now. But I think we forget sometimes that money does help you a lot uh, when it comes to, you know, getting past certain barriers like, the amount of time it takes you to do something, but it, it still doesn't fully replace your skill, your experience, and that does take time. So, you know, again, with me, I mean, I, you know, it took me a long time to build my business up on Fiverr, and I was working nonstop on ACX, but again, it wasn't like I was being paid thousands of dollars a month on ACX. I mean, I didn't even make, I didn't even start making money for a few months, maybe a couple of dollars here or there for royalty share, or maybe I was paid $50 to do a book. I remember my first book, I think I was paid $50 to do this book on sports nutrition. <laughs> I just, I re, and I remember I recorded that book uh, on my $40 mic, on my blue snowball mic. And I think on that one, I didn't even have the pop filter yet that I made with pantyhose. Uh, but I remember that. I remember it vaguely, you know, like, and it's not vaguely, but I mean, I do remember. I can picture in my head doing it. And I think about what I've done now back then. And man, the, the mountains that I've climbed since then in just three and a half years. And I think if from three and a half years now where I will be in the mountains, the more mountains I will climb and the distance that I will have traversed. I mean, so, but the patience that you have to have in this business cannot be overlooked or any business. So I'm saying to you, if you are right now feeling like you know, you're you're doing the things right. You're doing everything Anthony says. You're doing everything Bill says. You're doing everything Mark says. You're doing everything, you know, uh, Tommy or whatever other coach out there says. You're doing stuff the groups are telling you to do. You're doing everything, and you're still not really getting that huge land landfall of work that you want, the landslide of work that you want. The reality is, is that you and, you and you think you're doing something wrong. You're not. All right. A lot of times it just takes more time. And I know nobody wants to hear that. But part of that should be comforting to you as well. Because remember, if you want to build something that lasts, right? If you want to build a, like, let's say take a building. If you want to build a building that lasts the test of time, okay, 
what's the most important part of that? Right? I would think it would be the base of the building. All right? It would be the foundation. The foundation is what, you know, holds everything up. And to build a foundation takes the longest part of the time. All right? I mean, it's the most important part. Now, you could go into modern construction, yada, yada. But you get what I'm trying to say. The foundation is the most vital part. And it takes to, to build a really solid foundation. It's got to take time. And I do want to talk about how when I first started, I remember thinking, I know I've said this a couple of times, but I remember thinking I would never do commercials, commercial VOs. I remember specifically saying, look, I'm not a commercial voice actor. I mean, I don't do commercials. You know, I never thought I'd do commercials. I hear people's commercial demos. I was like, man, I ain't never going to be like that. <laughs> I'm never going to do like that. Like, that's just not me. I I mean, I could do audio books. You know, I can read. Uh, I don't even do that very well right now, but I could try. But I mean, and I could do characters. I was always fun with characters. Uh, that was because I just because I love character. I love being goofy like that. So, you know, um, that was what I thought was going to be my bread and butter. Uh, but you know that but the thing is is after book, after book, after book, after hour, after hour, after word, after word, I mean after hundreds of thousands, millions of words, millions and millions of words read, books after books, after I realized now that all of that played such a pivotal role, not in my not like financially at that moment. But it played a pivotal role building a foundation of me learning how to deliver a message. Even though doing an audiobook is not a commercial, it's still the idea of delivering a message in a polished manner that doesn't sound polished. I mean, that's the whole idea here, right? You know, and I, and I know I've talked about, uh, I think I've, I've said it a couple times, but I love this quote from Konstantin uh, Stanislavski, right, the famous acting uh, uh, acting coach who said, you know, um, great art is concealed art. I mean, think about that. Great art is concealed art, right? We don't want to know the art is actually happening. Like, we don't want to see it happening. We just want to see it done and, and imagine what the art is trying to tell us, not the guy or the gal behind it who's put, I mean, we don't, we don't want to see, you know, we don't want that to be a part of the presentation. Okay. And the same thing goes with us, but you don't just get that overnight. It takes time to get that. And, and this is talking from a guy who's, who spent his whole life, you know, from, from, you know, high school to college to professional career, uh, acting, teaching actors, coaching actors, directing, uh, producing work, uh, technical theater. I mean, all sorts of things. Okay. I, I've worked professionally as an actor. I've worked as a director. I've worked as a teacher, all in the, all involved in the theater for years, for years, 20 plus years. And it still took me forever to get past the mile of crap between my mouth and the microphone. You know, I call it the mile of crap, all that junk that happens when we step in front of a microphone. Like, now I'm in front of a microphone and I need to talk like this. Thank you for stopping by, Jim. Right? Like, we, 
You know, I mean, we all have that in some way or some form and we've got to get over it. But the only way to get over it is to do. And the only way to keep doing, all right, is to have patience. I suppose faith is a good thing also, right? To have faith that you know you are going to keep trying and keep working. But again, if I can, I'm going to insert this, the importance of a site like ACX. And and again, you know how much I love Fiverr, but the importance of a site like ACX. Because to me, that site, if it, you know what, if it wasn't for ACX, I really don't see how I would have had the confidence to keep going forward as quickly as I did because ACX gave me the confidence I needed that I was continuously getting work. Right. I mean, like I was, I mean, whether, whether you, you know, you, we could argue the, um, (laughs) the, the value of the work I was getting from a monetary standpoint, but the work that I was getting chosen by person after person after person, it does something to your confidence too. And, and, you know, we enjoy listening to people who have confidence. You can tell when someone has confidence, right? I mean, you feel it. It's, it's, I don't know if it's uh, mental, it's got to be physio- physiological, right? But we know that when someone has confidence, man, we feel it. It's a part of our bones. It moves us. But you can't be confident if you're not actually getting work or chosen by people or getting complimented by people or getting positive reinforcement. And you can get positive reinforcement by being hired. And if you're not being hired, that starts to give you negative reinforcement. So you want to find yourself places where you can get quick wins. And I know that's counterintuitive to the being patient aspect. But where I want you to be patient is that Even if you are getting those quick wins, which is what you should be trying to, you've got to be patient enough to know they're going to pay off. We'll use Fiverr. We'll we'll reinsert Fiverr into this argument, into this argument, into this. Well, yeah, this argument that I'm 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 posing to you. All right, but if if you are working on Fiverr and you're making, you know, you're you're charging five dollars, okay. Well, you know what? You've got to be patient. Don't rush out there and say, that's it. That's it. I'm raising it to $100 a pop. I'm done. This guy is just keeps bothering me. He will keep continues to ask for revisions. Then he threatened to cancel the order on me because he said, I'm just not getting it. And I know he's probably going to use my voiceover. And this person over here just ordered something and then ordered it again and canceled it because they screwed up. And now it's messed up my stat. You know, we, you, you know all the different crazy things that happen on Fiverr. But you've got to be patient with your business. You've got to do the things repetitively over and over again to build that foundation. And once that foundation is built, and you will know it's built because you will start to see growth. You will start to see a change in you. I mean, I think the biggest thing that happened to me in my business was the change in me. The work came after, but the change in me came from the confidence I got from doing things over and over and over and over and over again. I mean, I cannot state to you how much those endless nights of audiobook work, what it did for me and my confidence in my business.
I mean, it really did a lot. It built the person in. Now, ironically, today, I don't do a lot of audiobooks anymore, okay? Because now I do all commercial work, pretty much, right? So the irony, right? The irony of it all. But again, I would have never got there if I hadn't gone through what I did and I wasn't patient enough to just do work, just build a business. You know, to me at the time, it was more impressive, I felt, than to say, hey, I earned X amount of money as opposed to me, hey, I've got 25 books on Amazon that I've, I've, I'm the um, narrator. I thought that was the coolest thing since sliced bread. <laughs> really did. I still do to an extent now, but at that time that was so cool. I could tell people, yeah, you can find my audiobook on on Amazon on Audible. It's just, yeah, I'm I'm an audiobook. I'm a narrator on on Amazon and Audible. I love being able to search and find myself. <laughs> and it was so cool. Did I tell anybody the book wasn't making any money? No, of course not, but it was still a blast to see myself there and to feel like I was actually accomplishing something because I was. And that's what you need to do too. If you see business somewhere, but it is not the most ideal business out there at the moment that you feel like you should be doing, but everywhere else you go, there is a huge door that is just slammed in your face because you're not quite at that place where you're able to get it. Don't fight the go get the business that you can get and build the foundation and move yourself up. All right. I'm not saying doing lots of audiobooks is hell, but I love the saying that, you know, if you're walking, if you're in hell, you know what I mean? If you're walking through hell, don't stop. Keep walking and walk yourself right out. You know what I mean? Don't stop walking. That's the worst thing you can do. Keep walking. All right, I I hope this helps with just maybe what you're going through right now or just some thoughts about uh, being patient and and also not uh, being so hard on yourself when things don't seem to work out or when someone offers you a job over here, but you're like, oh, I just I really want this work over here. But you've got this work coming in over here and you're like, oh. Oh, Anthony said this and someone else said that. I just want more work. I want this type of work. You know, you're going to get there. You will get there. I also love another saying where where people say, you know, you're not going to fail until you actually give up, right? You don't lose until you quit, right? So keep going. Be patient. You are awesome. You can make it work. But don't underestimate the amount of work that you've got to do. And when you're, listen, I was one of those people who was like, okay, I hear all these people saying the work, but what work is, I'm missing something. What is the work I got to do? Well, I can tell you, I found out what the work was. It was the night after night after night after night falling asleep everywhere during that, like just, just exhausted doing the things because it became an obsession of mine. Like I was obsessed. I was obsessed with these books. I was obsessed with, with royalty share, but I was obsessed with growing this business. And more importantly, I was obsessed about making something happen that I had never made happen in my life. It meant more to me than anything 
at that moment that I was doing because I hadn't ever built anything on my own. And I felt like that was the only way at that moment I could prove to myself that I was going to be successful. So I wasn't going to give up. I couldn't give up. If I gave up, I was just going to prove again to myself that I wasn't worth anything. Whether that feeling was right or wrong, you know, you, we could debate that forever. Get a bunch of, a bunch of shrinks in on the conversation. But you know what? You know as well as I do, those feelings are real to us. And they matter. And those are down in the place, you know. They're down in that place we don't tell people. We don't tell people about that stuff. That's like private stuff that we only tell ourselves and in our heads and our hearts and our souls. But it's there. And I knew for myself I had to win. I was sick of losing. And I'm not talking about losing with my family. I'm not talking about losing with the car or the I'm talking about the internal battle I was fighting with myself. The fight that I had day in and day out, that waking up thinking, what you know, this is not what I want to do. It's, it's not right. I was meant for more. And in the end, I realized that the biggest problem was is that I hadn't created something that I felt was successful on my own. And that changed my life. This business has changed my entire life. It has changed the course of my life, the course of my family's life. It's changed everything. It, will, it has changed the future of my children's lives, the future of their children's lives. It's changed everything. And I'm sure is heck happy that I had the patience at that time to keep moving forward. And I know you will too. So look, I think that might have gotten way off topic. I don't know where that went exactly, but gosh, I hope it helps. All right, be patient. You can do it. All right, you guys, thank you so much as always for listening. It is an honor to be able to speak to you guys and um, you have a wonderful week. Talk to you later. Peace.